Welcome back, folks, to the Mail Right Show. It's episode 183. We're going to be talking about super local in marketing and in SEO terms about getting quality leads. I've got my great co-host with me. Robert, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? I'd love to. So my name is Robert Newman. I am the founder of Inbound REM. We are a... Um, we are a inbound marketing company, which is different than SEO, uh, in my opinion. What we do is we help our clients uh, create excellent website experiences and also provide important burning questions that their clients have, provide the answers to those questions on those websites, which is, for me, what the definition of inbound marketing is. So that's what we do. I'm really excited about this show. John and I talk about Hyperlocal all the time. It is the one thing that real estate professionals have going for them. That is absolutely something that Trulia and Zillow and all those guys that you get so tired of hearing about, they can't compete with you in this category, not even close, which is why we probably have covered this before. John and I both believe that we've covered it before many times. That's not going to stop us from covering it again today. Um, And we're pretty excited about the show. That's great. That's great. Like I say, we probably have touched this in previous episode, folks, but it's a really important subject and we we thought we needed to go into this in a little bit of depth. And we're probably also, it's going to probably bleed over into next week's show as well. Um, But we probably have another subject. Now, we say super local. How would you define that, um, Robert? So hyperlocal to me is usually... Um, like the way that actually it's not how, it's not how you and I define it. It's how Google defines it. So how does Google define hyperlocal? Hyperlocal for Google is usually centered around the place that you're identifying that your business resides. Okay. So that's what their definition of hyperlocal is. Now it's kind of complicated because it really greatly depends on the city or the place that you're in and as how to, how would Google identify hyperlocal. And I think what they've done is they've taken their search data and they've kind of correlated it to your zip code. And then they decide that anything, let's say within 10 or 15 miles of that particular location is probably local. And and that's a loose definition. But when somebody does realtor in Van Nuys, which is the city I live in, they get Van Nuys uh, hits and they also get Los Angeles hits because Van Nuys is part of Los Angeles County. And the entire city of Van Nuys is not actually five miles wide. So you have a very small city that Google will absolutely serve up results in, but it will also serve you up results that are close to that city. And that's part of hyperlocal as well. And I think they're doing it by zip code. Hope that answers the question. And the actual way Google does this isn't, that I, first of all, would I be correct? They change this very often. They are very active in in changing the parameters, especially on all their technology, but especially when it comes to local search. Would I be correct about that? Yes, you would be. Now, just a quick uh, housekeeping issue, and sorry for this, listeners, but um, John, we've got uh, no show on your Facebook page, as far as I can tell, the MailRite Facebook page. And I, I'm oh, I'll probably put it on the wrong page, actually. Okay. <laughs> That's like, let's get it on the right page. That would help, wouldn't it? Yeah, because I'd like to post it to my page, too, and I always just That would yours. help, wouldn't it, folks? <laughs> uh, 
Um, keep on talking and I'll, I'll... Sure thing. So I'm going to cover while John does this. So everybody uh, get out your pens, your papers, or if you're in your car, uh, put on your thinking cap because I'm going to, I'm going to shed uh, a whole bunch of information with you on hyperlocal, like in one real quick go here. So we've also been talking a lot about local or, or sorry about video. And uh, here in general is the way that hyperlocal results work. First of all, you don't actually need a website in order to rank well in hyperlocal. What you need is something called a Google My Business page. Um, a Google My Business page is, um, is, is a similar thing to a Facebook marketing page, except Google has done a much better job at, seg- at building the page and segmenting cag- categories for your business. You may not even know that Google does have something called the Google My Business page. And if you don't, you should go out and get one today. The next thing is, is that Google looks to have what are called citations and connect them to your Google My Business page. What's a citation? A citation is actually a fancy way of Google saying uh, they call anytime they find what they think is a credible listing of your business on online directories, they call that a citation. A credible listing is going to be something like um, the yellow pages, the white pages, manta.com, hot frog. And there's many, 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 many others, DMOS, if you could even get into it anymore. Um, These are directories that have human beings that comb through the directory and make sure that the information and that the businesses that are listed in this directory are legitimate. So Google looks at all of these directories and looks at how many different times your business has been listed and then takes those. Those are what are called citations. It just basically means it is a way to for Google to decide if your business is authentic and reputable in terms of just simply having a listing on its own platform. The next thing that it looks at in terms of getting you in front of hyper-local searches. So why are you doing all this? Because I didn't cover that and I should have. A hyper-local search result for Google is something like Los Angeles Realtor. Anything where you attach a location to a broad category search that affects a profession Google will serve up something called a hyperlocal search result. Um, some of my categories are a little broad there in the way that I just explained that, but for the most part, what I said is true. So, so you go like Los Angeles lawyer, Los Angeles realtor, Los Angeles real estate professional, Los Angeles real estate consultant, Los Angeles real estate contractor. All of those are hyperlocal searches. Um, and every single one you're going to get, um, as a matter of fact, John, do you mind if I if I do a screen share just, just to show no. the people no. that are going to watch? So for those of you who are listening, if you want to see what this looks like exactly, and I do suggest that you take the time to um, to see it. Uh, let's see here. Okay. And the hypers, so, so let me pull this out, separate the search packet, share my screen. All right. Okay. Can you see my screen, John? Yes, I can. All right. So what are called hyperlocal search packets change? This is a really broad one, and Google can see that I'm in Los Angeles, uh, but that I'm in the city of Van Nuys. So down here is where I get my hyperlocal search packets that are based on the hyperlocal search results that I'm mentioning to you. In other words, Los Angeles Realtor, this is serving me up people that have Google My Business pages in Los Angeles. And it's doing so in a weird little search pack at the bottom of my screen as opposed to the top. 
do something like Van Nuys Realtor, which is the city I'm in. And now you get this, which is what a lot more of you are going to be familiar with. So now we get Van Nuys Realtor and we get hyperlocal search packets. You see my company right here. Um, even though I am not a real estate agent, I am doing so much better than anybody else in the city of Van Nuys in terms of hyperlocal search marketing. It pretty much serves me up anytime you even vaguely mention real estate. Inbound real estate marketing pops up in the search, the search results, even though I am not a real estate company. So here I am. I get 700 visitors to my, my local business page, which I'm just going to show you. That's this page right here. Okay. So a citation is when you put yourself in directories. And the last thing that Google looks at, and this is why I'm doing so well in comparison to all my competitors, is they look at reviews. Okay. They look at how many reviews do you have on your local, hyperlocal, like, like on your My Business page? And I have 35 five-star reviews. So getting reviews and then putting them on this page mean that you have a much, much better chance of doing well inside your hyperlocal search results. Um, more importantly, by far, this also bumps up the credibility. Uh, I want to stop sharing here. Give me one second, everybody. All right. There we go. I stopped sharing. This also bumps up the credibility of other SEO campaigns that you are doing that might use hyperlocal search terms, such as, let's say you're in Austin and you are desiring to be in front of the keyword Austin, um, uh, best Austin realtor. That's not a hyperlocal search result, but it will potentially bump you up in your chance to rank for that term on some of the pages on your website. So doing hyperlocal, which by the way, is a category that Google really doesn't even give Zillow or Trulia a chance to compete in. This is why we keep bringing it up over and over and over again. You want to have a website that focuses on a particular niche. You want to then have part of that strategy be this hyperlocal stuff. The good news is, is that hyperlocal is exactly what I just told you in terms of doing a campaign. It really is mostly just get the citations, get the reviews, have the page, and you're kind of done. There's other things you can do with the page. You could, you could get more robust, but if you do those three things and you're a real estate professional, I promise you, you're going to be out ahead of 98 to 99% uh, of your competitors. You're going to be way out in front if you just do the things that I mentioned. Um, John, do I have a minute more to, to, to pontificate yeah, we, on before, this? Before we, go, before we go for a break, yeah. Okay, so the last thing is, is another thing that you can combine very easily into hyperlocal is that Google now takes into account the location code when you upload a video. So YouTube and, and Google are wildly connected. Like they, they look at the, the data on YouTube as almost being the same data as collected off Google, the search engine. So when you're talking about producing a video, if you produce it in any of the cities that are within your hyper-local demographic, your video gets uploaded with a location code. This now actually like really hammers home the concept to Google that you're a local business and a local business person producing local content that, that is to the benefit of the people searching for local categories. All of this means that you are going to like every single one of these little things creates a step in the direction of making you a hyper local 
monster like I am, where I'm, my, my business is even getting recognized for searches it shouldn't be getting recognized for because I'm so far ahead of everybody in Van Nuys for producing content and doing, uh, getting, getting likes and shares and, and having people leave me reviews. Nobody even comes close or touches me, which is why, by the way, I decided in my hyper-local strategy to focus on Van Nuys instead of Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, I'd be a very, very small fish in a very big pond because of some of LA's biggest marketing companies are already located there. In so Anyway, this, this would be a strategy that you could also apply. Like if you live in a little teeny tiny city and you know there's bigger brokerages near you, you would still focus on the little teeny tiny city because you'll be a big fish in that particular pond. And then Google will start to serve up all sorts of search results for you because you're not competing against whatever big brokerage that you, that you might be near. And we should probably go to break. I'm sorry, John. I really went off on the uh, one on that one, man. <laughs> I think we probably lost a, a fair of the audience. I, I, I but if, they, if they, more people are listening to this podcast, uh, which is great. Thank you, new listeners and viewers. So we touch stuff that you probably won't hear on some of the other real estate podcasts. And so if you've been listening to our guests and our internal shows, you probably. Uh, you probably understand some of what we've discussed. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail com. We're coming back. Um, I think what another area is that, just to recap, um, so what I think Robert's been saying is um, it's better to find a niche, and that niche is better to find, a, if you're in a big city, find a certain area in the city that you want to concentrate most of your activities. If you live in Denver and you think that you're going to be able, in search terms, be able to dominate the market of Denver, you're probably greatly deluding yourself, right? The chances of you being able to dominate the whole of metropolitan Denver are basically zero. But if you select a particular area of Denver and you optimize your website for that particular area, and then we've got all these directories, which when it comes to large cities, regions, don't or national um, SEO being able to be found easily, don't really matter. When it comes to super local, these directories do matter. Um, and having the content on your website that's focused on a specific area or a a specific target audience is really important. And then you and then you mentioned video because they like you said that you know that they know where you uploaded the video that mm-hmm. through they know where you are roughly through the device that uploaded it. Now the other area that I think has totally changed local SEO and why this is so important is smartphones. Because am I correct 
that when somebody does a search, that Google knows where they're doing the search. So they um, and they they also now their technology consents if the search is in their eyes around a, a local service or something that's dependent on location, that will change the search results that are fed back to the searcher. Is that correct? Yes. To my understanding, that is correct. And that that has really also changed the game dramatically over the past five to eight years, has it not? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that's why Google has gone to what's called mobile-first well, that's that's one of the elements of mobile-first uh, search results. Uh, Google really takes the data from cell phones. The, de- cell phones offer up more data that is relevant to Google than actually PCs do, which is interesting to me as a as a marketer, because you know Google is still using the same basic technology where we go into a little search browser and we do this, that, and the other thing. But but amongst the permissions that you give Google when you when you use their search products on your phone, is they're always asking you for location, which seems innocuous, but it's really not. They get, to, they get to establish a pattern for you and every other person with a cell phone and kind of identify in a really precise way what local really means in, for your city. Like how far do you drift away from, from where your PC or your core location is? And then they get to correlate all that data and, and take a very scientific view of what local actually means in the particular area that you're in, which is why I wasn't able to give you a precise answer because I don't think, I think that Google changes the, the parameters. I think that they're using their AI and other things to say, this is an average for your particular city, John. And so that's what local means to you. And, and, then, and then it correlates into what you just asked. Yeah, then it changes the search results that you're getting every time you put in a, a search. Like you do, I want a dry cleaner. So it probably serves you up dry cleaners that are within, let's call it, five miles of the location that, you have, that you're doing the search from on your phone. Or what's the best restaurant, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now let's get into Pacific. Let's look at Reno. Reno is an isolated small city. Mm-hmm. Its population is probably only a quarter of a million with, sub- with suburbs and other areas like Washoe Valley. That probably can be doubled, let's say, to 500,000. The nearest city is about a three-hour drive, and that would be Sacramento. Um, It's about, um, actually, um, Las Vegas is an eight-hour drive, so it's isolated. Mm -hmm. Um, There's about a half a dozen, but it because of Lake Tahoe and Truckee and other um, high-valued areas, it's a very competitive real estate market, okay. which is dominated by three to four reasonably large brokerages, okay. lo- locally owned, and then you have some of the national brokerages. Do you think a super local... Would you have to find an area or because it's a, a small city, could you have a super local campaign just based on Reno itself? Oh, or- God, yeah. You could and you should. Yeah, absolutely. Reno's a dream, a dream campaign. It's, it's uh, a, yeah. 
but you're up against like three to four local brokerages. Um, but my, and, and this is not to be disparaging, um, my analysation of most of the local brokerages is that they are not that aware of um, the power of local search. Would you agree um, with a lot of brokers? Yeah, let's find out. Let's uh, Reno Realtor. So I do Reno Reno Realtor, and we get Dixon Realty. And just once again, I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen here real quick, just for and again for those who are just listeners, I'm gonna I'm gonna verbally walk you through what I'm looking at. If you get a chance and you get home and you want to see what we're talking about, you're gonna go to our you're gonna go to the Mailwright YouTube channel or yeah, the Mailwright YouTube channel or the Inbound REM University or podcast section. I, I, we're posting the same videos, guys, not, this, not different videos. I'm just reposting the stuff that John puts up. Um, so you got Dixon Realty, uh, which has 21 reviews. And then you have an agent who's also put down Dixon Realty with one single five-star review because they, they made the mistake of putting in the broker's name. So Dick, Dixon Realty is being listed twice because somebody didn't understand how to do hyperlocal. So actually, even though that Dixon Realty is a major, probably the major brokerage in the area. Because people have not been educated as to how to do hyperlocal. You have five Dixon Realty listings, which confuses the hell out of Google. Confuses them terribly, which is a negative for Dixon. And now you have some other people that are there. The only thing that confuses me is you do have somebody named Marshall Realty. They're another... Um, re local brokerage that's very aggressive with their radio online marketing. They they use Boomtown. I don't know what Dixon um, is using as their main platform. I I think they went with a, a um, platform that is based in the East Coast. Their name um, very expensive, but I do know Marshalls uses Boomtown. And is it is Dixon using Boston Logic? Does that sound yes, familiar? They're using Boston Logic. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So Marshall Realty is um, so interestingly enough, it's lower than Dixon. And my guess on this is going to be is that Dixon probably has been around longer. And what they did is they they have more citations. So whoever's in charge of the Marshall, because Marshall has 134 reviews and they're almost all five stars. So social proof for Marshall is much better. Dixon is not. Your question, which is what happens when you have a, a local, a handful of super aggressive local companies dominating the search results. My answer to that is, is that you do have some small guys like Homegate Realty with 19 five-star reviews. I think that most of these guys, I think it would be very competitive to get onto your, to compete for hyper-local search results, but it's not impossible. All of these guys have, have definitely not at the very most, they've hired a plug-and-play service for hyperlocal. Like um, uh, I forget, there's a whole bunch of them, but they, they just go out and do listings for you, and that's it. But but they're really not actually employing a set strategy or paying too much attention to hyperlocal. You could still get in here if you really wanted to. In the meantime, just having a good page with a number of citations will probably get you onto the first page of listings right around with, with these other you, guys. You would you consider that, you, you know, just getting the um, citations from these directories sorted out would have that power of effect. You honestly believe that, do you, Robert? I do. 
because all these guys are probably just using a service. Um, um, hold on here. It's hyper local directories service. And I'm, I'm just like le- local ease or something like that. Uh, I always, one of them. When I was doing a bit of what you do for just general clients, not specifically for real estate, I used a service for Moss, M-O-Z. They, yeah. they, um, they provide a service that costs around at the time, and I think they're still offering it. It costs about $100 a year. And you could put – the reason why using a service is important, folks, is that when – and I'm sure Robert will tell, tell us if I'm wrong about this, is that you get a form and you can fill in all the details of your local business and then it pushes it to all these directories. And, there is, and that makes sure, hopefully, that all the information is the same on all these directory sites. Because if Google sees differences, then it starts to worry about are you a legit business? Is is there could there be some problems with this business? Am I correct about that, Robert? You are. And some of those services are Yext and Bright Local. Yeah. These are all highly qualified and but they all do the same thing. They're pushing your and the Moz, they do they all do the same thing. They're pushing out to directories. Now there is a difference in the quality of the service. And I'll tell you one of the main differences. Most of these guys just use the same big directories. And if you're if you're up against a low competition area, that's fine. If you're talking about Reno, like the example that we're looking at, because John was absolutely correct, for a very small area, this is wildly competitive. Like like I, I am actually shocked with how incredibly competitive, how many real estate companies they are, how aggressive they seem to be on local. Most of the markets that I look at don't have this kind of local competition in any way, shape, or form. So he is right. This is really competitive is what we're looking at. And so like this Yext and, and Locallys and Bright Local, they're not going to be, they're, they're, they, they would put you on the map, but they're not going to get you on the first page. What you'd have to do is get clever about finding some high quality local directories. And for that, you'd probably have to hire a consultant that knew what they were doing, like somebody that actually had an understanding of how hyperlocal worked, and then would find some high quality directories physically located in Nevada and then get you listed there because that to Google is much more authoritative than all these broad category directories like the yellow pages and stuff. And I'm, actually gonna, I'm actually going to disagree with you a little bit there. Okay. Um, I actually think um, folks, um, you could find a, try and find an expert. Unfortunately, you know, Robert is totally legit, um, but there's, there. I've been very broad here. There's a lot of people that are a bit dicey when it comes to local SEO, be quite truthful about it, folks. Uh, um, if you want some recommendations, you can touch base with me or Robert, and I'm sure you know we can help you put you in the right direction. I know one guy, but also the really good people tend to be very expensive. And for our particular audience, Robert, they're probably going to be, I've got a friend who does very large SEO, but unless you put him on a six-month retainer at $3,000 a month, he ain't going to be doing any work for you. So what I suggest, folks, is that you look at something like Moss, um, and I, I think it's 120 and it's not that difficult to use. Um, and then... 
you do a little bit of your own research. Because in some ways, I totally agree with Robert. But I think it's just the price point, Robert, um, is that um, do the moss maybe. Because I think it's still the, it's a rectable company and their service is still the cheapest that gets you results. And then do some research when you understand the fundamentals, how you listen to this podcast and do some research for yourself is um, then look for some of these more local um, directories that um, Robert's just pointed out. And you're probably going to have to do a manual um, go to and they have a form and you're manually going to have to fill it in um, with exactly the same information that you put into Moss. And by doing like three or four of those, you probably then start getting some results. What do you think, Robert? I, I agree. I think that the cheaper to go, I, I'm sorry, guys, John, once again, John is, I actually do agree with John. He's right. You do need, you do need a real qualified professional. You should reach out to John. He's probably got a few more contacts than I do. Um, if it, cause if it's real estate and it's hyper local and you're going to start talking to me, I, I probably am going to get weird about it. And if that's just being transparent, because I'm, I'm going to say, I don't know that I know anybody as good as me. And then I'm going to, it's going to feel like I'm pitching you for my services and I don't want to do that. So call John. Definitely message John on this one if you need if you need some help. Um, but I am I, so he's right there, and 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 you should start small. Go with Moz or anybody that's inexpensive. I love the Moz recommendation because uh, both John and I and almost everybody else inside SEO knows that they are t- attempting to build a very white hat kind of service, which just means they're they're going to try hard not to steer you in the right direction. You're not going to be ripped off. You might not get the very best result for your money, but then again, you didn't have to call and vet 10 or 15 different people. So for the money and the time and the cost savings, yeah, I, I totally buy into the Moz recommendation. Right, we're going to wrap up the podcast. Um, it's obvious that we're going to have to discuss this next week, actually, yeah. because we've uh, um, um, because there's a lot more that we need. And uh, I'd like to really get into where we give like A, B, C, D. If you do these things, you, you probably get a good result. And I think it's been a useful discussion. I think we probably mystified a few of our listeners and viewers. But come back next week, folks, and we're going to clarify things a bit more and put a bit more meat on the carcass, as they say. That's a horrible saying, isn't it? But there we go. Uh, Robert, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to? Um, Hey guys, you can go to, go to inboundrem.com or you can go to YouTube and go forward slash, uh, inbound REM or Facebook, same thing. And that's inbound rabbit Edward Michael. Um, I hope that you, if you want to learn anything about real estate marketing, or you want to learn something about a, a specific company that you're thinking of using, I hope you will check out my website because it's there to save you time and money. And, um, for me, um, like I say, Robert's got fantastic resources on his website and he's been involved in this industry for a number of years, giving great results for people. Um, if you want to find out more about Mailrite and what it's got to offer, go to the website. We've got all the previous podcasts. It's a great education. We've got some great expert interviews. And if you want me to do a personal walkthrough of the Mailrite system and show you the real power of the system, you can do that by going to the About Us page. And you can book a time and day that works for you. And we'll do it over Zoom. And I'll show you how the MailRite system works. We'll see you next week where we'll be offering some great advice for you 
to get the results for yourself and your family in 2019. We will be seeing you soon. Bye. Bye.